education, education, education. Mainstream school was never an option for Max and Josh. It's such a difficult time for parents when you are trying to decide which environment is the best for your autistic youngster. The fact that the boys are both non-verbal made that decision easier because the fact they didn't have language took the option away immediately. A lot of parents, however, have very verbal youngsters with autism and I think that makes the decision much harder. I think the most important thing for a parent to keep first and foremost in the minds when selecting schools is what is right for their youngster. Constantly ask yourself as you look at a prospective school whether you could visualise your child there. It can be very tough walking into a school with special needs because the conditions and complexities are right there en masse. And that can be hard for a parent who is still coming to terms with diagnosis. I think the thing to ask yourself, aside from whether you could see your child there, is whether the pupils look happy in that environment. Look for that youngster that is similar in mannerisms to your young person. These are the factors that will help you make the right decision. That alongside a good SENCO, Special Educational Needs Coordinator at the school, along with the strong representation of an educational psychologist from the local authority who has seen your son or daughter in a variety of settings like home, existing school or nursery, and has had a chance to observe and study how your child copes is really important. If funds allow, it can also be beneficial to get a private independent educational psychologist report, because if you are battling for a school that you feel is right, then this support will help you on that journey. There are youngsters who are capable of mainstream but do need one-to-one support. There are also schools that have units attached where a youngster can be a part of a mainstream class but can have some lessons and focus in the unit so that they can have an approach that may work for them. There are also those that want to be like their peers who struggle with having support because they feel it makes them different. This is a balancing act for parents and youngsters to work through. But the important thing in a situation like this is for the young person's one-to-one support to allow independence as much as possible, but to step in gently and quietly when a struggle appears. There's a comfort from choosing a special school. There are no pressures and the benefit is that your child doesn't have to be under pressure to achieve certain grades or levels of education, which can add to the pressure of trying to cope in a mainstream school. On the downside, if your child is capable of more, I think you can worry that the academic standards are not on par with mainstream and this is also something that has to be considered. In our situation, our boys will never lead independent lives and I came to that realisation some time ago. For that reason, an autistic-specific school became a must because their primary diagnosis is autism. For them, it's not about academics because they have very significant learning difficulties associated with their autism. So it's all about independent life skills. The important thing when choosing mainstream for your child when he or she is very high functioning is ensuring that the staff in school understand autism. I remember a friend who recounted a situation that happened to her very high functioning son at his school. He would sometimes forget to put his blazer on and he needed to wear it around the school grounds. On one occasion he forgot it and he came outside to be met by a teacher who said to him, you're not wearing your blazer. The youngster replied, I know and the teacher gave him a detention for what he considered to be cheekiness. It's screamingly obvious what the teacher did wrong here. He should have been a great deal more specific. He should have said, go get your blazer and put it on, please. The importance of being specific is hugely important. Autistic youngsters don't tend to get it if someone is being sarcastic. They don't pick up on instruction and they that aren't clear-cut. So the importance of being clear and concise is hugely important. 
It's important to find the right provision, but it's fundamentally important for a school not to fail that youngster. If the school is inclusive to all, there's a major need to ensure that staff receive adequate training and knowledge of the disability to be all-encompassing and to be able to meet that youngster's needs. Special needs education is a challenging area to navigate. My advice to any parent is to be logical in your argument and to park emotion. Do your homework, know your child's needs, use the support of your local politician to assist you by writing a letter in support. Use the support of educational psychology and SEN support of your existing provision, whether it's a school or a nursery. Most of all, dig deep and don't give up. It can be a testing time, but it will come together. Don't be afraid to call on all the support you need. Even when you get the school place that you believe to be right for your child, there will be annual reviews to attend, times where things need adjusting, and your resolve may be tested. Keep your head and be open to communication, because it's so much harder to break down walls alone. Let the professionals hear your voice. Be honest about your child's difficulties, however graphic they may seem. The most important thing is your child getting what's right for them and nothing else matters.